right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline is only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. This is why you're so eager to start. Yeah, okay. I want to go. I want to. Let's go. All right. <laughs> let's let's fucking go. Oh my god. All right, Jesus. Um, Jake, CEO of Bible Pay, welcome to the That's show. Right. <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, it's great to have you on. Um, we're just gonna do a regular TLE here, I, I guess. Car, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. Thanks for asking, Bird. A little eager. Seem a little yeah. eager today. It's a little I'm frustrating. Just to record. Yeah. No. Uh, Aaron, how are you doing? Oh, life fucking sucks, and I hate all of you. Good. Yeah. So so good. Good. <laughs> well, you're making a lot more money on your paycheck, isn't that what you were saying a month ago? So. Yeah, but it was lost. It's all for the best. Fucking. My life is in shambles. My house is I... falling apart. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, my girlfriend's gonna Lorena Bob at me any day now. I know it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, speaking of Peroni's episode, disease, uh, what? Oh, yeah, we were speaking about um the, a the disease. What was it? Right, right angle. Yeah, on the old dick at a right per- angle, perpendicular to the line. Nobody yeah. listening has any idea what we're talking about, gentlemen. Um, I'm gonna. We're, it's episode seventy. Uh, episode sixty nine was a big episode for us. Car we. We laid out an idea. Yeah, we did. Um, we laid out an idea. So the idea in simple that we had formulated was we're going to do a next door skit where a bunch of people post the same thing on next door. So uh, let's just briefly talk about h- how did your week go card? Did you get any submissions? No, I got none, which was great. I oh, didn't really wow. want to interact with anyone. Yeah, no, I just I didn't oh want to interact God. with anyone. Although uh, I find myself not checking Twitter recently. Again, I said it pre-show, but I just I've not been on a whole lot. Uh, so perhaps people have been reaching out, and I just have been ignoring them. You well, you were ignoring some good stuff. If that's the case, I, I recorded a bunch. I got like forty submissions. Like Jesus, got like forty DMs when I opened my so, DMs up. I think you are the happen- workhorse of Timeline Earth. Exactly, and I think what's happening now for the long time listeners. Do you remember when Bird would you just get like absolutely endlessly <laughs> by every single listener or, or anybody that came across the timeline? He's now converted that. It's like a judo thing. He's converted that from the negative energy that was once endless needling from listeners to now they're actually giving him submissions and ideas. This is incredible very good it was, uh, i was i was so encouraged by the submissions that we got so many like we do genuinely have the greatest of all the fan bases absolutely very cool people now i may not read your submission if i don't read your submission i'm sorry i had a lot to go through i haven't responded to some of you yet if i don't respond rest assured i saw you in the message requests i'm really grateful for your submission I'm I don't like all this out. placating. I don't like this well, placating. I'm the, for, I for am our loved, audience of all people. I'm loved by the audience, Aaron. You're despised by the audience. I'm a man of the people. You're you are a man of the elites. The old, and that's the difference between the two of us. Well, I'm going to read some of these submissions out, and I think what we should do here quickly is 
let's let's hammer down what we're going to do. We'll settle it uh, as the submissions continue to roll in through this week. Next week, we'll 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 finalize the idea and send it out. But I got some great submissions here before we get into the news that I really want to read. At prefix noun says no big idea for the next door scheme, but not going to waste this opportunity to slide into yo DMs. He said, I like someone making a cryptid template creature on transparent background and all participants posting unique photos of their areas. Same cryptid, different picks. That's actually a good idea. I thought it was a good idea. I thought it was a good idea, but we need a cryptid, but, but I thought it was a good idea. Uh, at wit w t w h i t w t says the cryptid needs to be some kind of giant coyote thing coyotes are everywhere it would be the most believable i want the coyote uh i posted this actually the other day on twitter is i was out walking my dogs i saw three coyotes and what looked like a chupacabra roaming around my neighborhood here chubies yeah, or, or it could have been a coyote with mange. Yeah, they they are indeed everywhere. Um, you want boomers to all say it's just a big coyote that he says this is what we want. I, I don't think it's a bad idea yeah. actually to get an argument going. It's pretty good. Uh, picks could make it ambiguous as if it walks on four legs or two of the four legs, like a manly chupacabra with a giant ball dog uh, with a giant dog ball sack. He writes, "Okay, Americabra." He called it. <laughs> Great submission. That was an excellent submission. Anything, like any any rendition of anything, but it has a bigger ball sack. It's just an American version of that. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> at what at underscore wild underscore bill said, I'm just here to say I'm totally down with the next door bit. Sign me up. <laughs> that was a good one. I enjoyed that. A lot of those. The American at- saltwater crocodile, but it's just a crocodile with huge <laughs> balls for some reason. <laughs> Float, just things that don't it. add things that don't have balls even it, it, will now have balls. It, it went extinct because it can't hide yeah because yeah <laughs> it's just two big sacks yeah. uh schlitz underscore beer sent oh, in he's so winner, winner of the free free ross uh quilt last year that's right yeah, yes. about that. Mm-hmm. yeah that's right so i don't use next door but i have a twitterless friend who lives in a wine mom type neighborhood and got band reinstated band reinstated again for asking local doctors and nurses about the efficacy of COVID vaccines, that would be perfect for the neighborhood cryptid well, prank. Wait, he got banned on Nextdoor or on Twitter? Got banned on Nextdoor. Nextdoor. Oh man, that's a. I'll that's keep a an great eye story. out when you drop. That's an the, accomplishment. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out when you drop the pic when you drop the picture and report back his results. So. Oh man. He's gonna yeah. do it. Yeah, awesome. And also, I think we were talking about whether or not you can get banned from Nextdoor. I think <laughs> apparently meant you can. To answer our question there. At. At riboprotein sent in loving the next door cryptid idea. I wonder if we could borrow something from the SCP website. Uh, SCP is like a, a cool, like like f- fan written uh, horror story uh, about monsters and stuff. Would would be a good idea for the for thing. He sent a picture in that says apparently Pennsylvania has a cryptid that's just so ugly. He cries about it all the time. And you have to find him by following his path of tears. It's known as the squonk. I think that's excellent. I really like that. Thank you, Riboprotein. Um, We got more here. Uh, 
starting to get offended at how many submissions you had. Although, you know, the other thing too is like since I'm locked, like people have to request to follow me, I think, to exactly. send me DMs and they I decline everybody. You. So yeah. That's right. They can't yeah. send you DMs. You're gonna have to do like a one-time car alt account opening. Like a debt jubilee sort of thing. Yeah, like you need like a P.O. box. Yeah. Sort of. Maybe. So that you can talk to them. Uh at idiot free zone. This is I accepted this one, Idiot Free Zone, and I read it, and I have to be honest with you, I have no real response because it's very unhinged, but I'm going to read it on air. <laughs> I'm going to read it on air. Place the head of a warthog on the body of a rat. Oh, boy. The warthog, oh, boy. Here we go. The, <laughs> the, God, the wheels are already falling off the fucking wagon. The, the warthog is eating a McDonald's quarter pounder, and there is a uh, guy laying in the street behind the creature that you can barely see clutching a McDonald's bag and a can of Four loco. I suck at Photoshop or I'd do it. He, dude, he doesn't even remember that submission, I guarantee you. Yeah, that was that was on a that was you know, on a was great. Mat, that was you know, on a mat bender. It was 1:16 a.m. was the Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> typing it as fast as it came into his head just doesn't It was it, it was really good to to get all of this stuff yeah. in. Um there's there's uh, a few more uh, at Coddle Storage offered us a sponsorship. We're going to have to talk about that. Uh, oh, yeah. Point. Let's get dude. that money in. He's pretty cool. Uh, he sent me a picture of a giant anaconda attacking a small house. And he said giant anaconda attacks. It should be a giant anaconda at a 90 degree angle in keeping with the episode theme. <laughs> the bent cock. That's right. <laughs> the Peroni's anaconda. That's fair. Peroni anaconda. Uh, <laughs> at at Willie the Great said re next door. Probably should have scripted similar cryptid behaviors uh, with which to reply to Tamitha, which was the example Karen woman yeah, that we right. gave. That's right. E.g., what is it? He says we could say things like, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it has three rear legs in a circle for 30 seconds and clouds of smoke enveloped it and it ran away visible like a bad magician. We should just have like weird things to respond to. Um, God, we got a lot of a lot of shit in here. One more. I'll give you one more. At Bunkle Ned, which mm -hmm. is a great name. Yeah. Uh, he writes, in addition to the cryptid, you could report a theft of something like your windshield wipers. Make it more real, and maybe people will start stealing windshield wipers to seem oh, cool. Man. That's <laughs> actually... Kind That's of brilliant. A great idea. <laughs> that is a yes. good idea. Like copy, encourage co like really frustrating copycat crimes. <laughs> yes, that is. If somebody really stole my idea. windshield wipers, I would be so frustrated, so annoyed. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is, are so many more. Um, I got another one from at Mayo <laughs> underscore Michling, longtime listener, Shekel contributor, huge fan here. Nobody on next door near me, thank Allah. But I thought of the concept of the Des Moines dick butt as a cryptid is very funny. <laughs> Which I agree. <laughs> he thanked us for our service also. Uh, he thanked us for our service. I, I wish I could get to everybody here, but, you know, we got a guest and, and the segment is drawn on. But it's been incredible. We got, however, I think we got the submission that we're yeah, looking for. I assume I know what you're talking about. I think we got the submission that we're looking for. It was sent in by a legendary member of the community who will be remain unnamed unless he wants to be named. But we got a pretty interesting and, photo. And boy, does he have a name. <laughs> and boy, does he have a name. That's right. I forgot what his new name was. Yep. Well, uh, I think what we're going to do is at the bottom of this episode, 
we're going to showcase the photograph of what we have termed actually what pause in the in the in the chat came up with what we've termed as the long deer <laughs> because like coyotes deer are everywhere yeah and the image that we were given which we could probably cut out the creature uh and to, to sort of just use uh the creature to put on other pictures is spectacular go check the post where where this episode comes up on the timeline earth page underneath it will be a picture in a poll of the long deer let us know if you want to run with the long deer i think the long deer is excellent um it's just a very long deer uh, and when I saw it, it it really made it made it for me. It's been very encouraging this segment. Long live long deer. Long live the long deer. Keep sending your submissions in. I mean, if something brilliant comes up, we will. Well, we could in. also just continue to do this and just continue. Yeah, we to can spam do this a lot. Store with the we can do this a lot. Absolutely. I just we need to do an inaugural one. But yeah, that that that's what we have. Those were our submissions. Any thoughts? Very encouraging. Uh, Car, I'm sure you wish you got some submissions now, huh? This was some brilliant stuff. Yeah, it was pretty good stuff. Yeah, maybe I should this start accepting people stuff. rather than declining. I didn't get one lame submission. I didn't get one thing where I was like, you suck. I didn't get one needler either, which is pretty great. That's, yeah, that's been quite Profound, a transition actually. for you over the last uh, two, three uh, years. Obviously, have become the, the 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 face of the show. And, mm -hmm. and Aaron yeah. with Aaron is the heel. Our hiring of Aaron has really worked out in my favor, I think. I think so, too. That was a good move. Yeah. You're welcome. <clears throat> Pipe down, Aaron. Jake, who's that? What do you have there, Jake? It's, uh, Foxy's afraid of thunder. So Yeah, it's starting oh. to really get weird yeah. outside of so down, down here in Gomez. Speaking so of Foxy, they killed the Capitol Hill fox. Do you remember this? You remember the fox that was biting people on Capitol yeah. Hill? Oh yep. yeah, that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> it was awesome, and they they fucking killed the thing. Damn. Uh, yeah, rip to the fox. All right. Who else? Dude. Rip to Gilbert Gottfried. All right. Oh, yeah, man, I was bummed. Major rip to Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Um, I got some rip. news stories. Car, you got some stuff? No. No stuff. All right. Nah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my news segment. Aaron, cool. do you have any stuff? You usually have a, a mean thing to say about someone. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of things to say about a lot of people, but um, I, I, I wanted to do a reading of a of just an unhinged thread about one of our dear friends, El Polpo, at some point in this segment. Yeah, I, I'd like to do that as well, if we could if we could possibly do that. In fact, do you have the thread pulled up? Uh, give me one second. Yeah, pull that thread up. <clears throat> if you want to uh, go on with what you're doing, whatever yeah, well, it is I'll you do. do. I'll do one more, and then you can read that thread to us. The Governor Whitmer uh, kidnapping case, I think we all remember that was mm -hmm. that made very big news because it was fake. It didn't actually <laughs> – yeah. it was fake. It, it very was clearly fake. fake. It was yeah, so From fake. like day one. <laughs> it, it, almost as if the FBI created a discord in order to make a crime so that uh, like two other guys would get come in and they'd be like, okay, cool, we're going to arrest them. Yeah. Literally what happened was – Two men were found not guilty, not guilty. They were acquitted and a mistrial was declared for every other count. So I guess that story's done. Well, we're not going to do any more Whitmer tracking. I suppose. Well, I think, That's I think one over. of like the, one of the best things about that story too, it, I, I, I would have to go find the article, but weren't they saying that it wasn't that they were planning to commit uh, a kidnapping. They were just really high. 
<laughs> no, I don't remember that, but that's amazing. I'm pretty that sure that's in that story. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Immediately acquitted. Can we can yeah. we get away with that? Can we say that now? Your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor we were very broadcast. Yeah, that's a legal precedent. We were just really it. high, and we just we just were joking around about the idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's you not know, but honestly, it's actually an encouraging thing. I think if that's how you're, if that's how it was framed in the courtroom, that like. Dudes who are drunk messing around on in a group chat does not constitute planning a crime. Right. That's actually pretty good because like I've said a lot of really crazy things in text messages and group chats that <laughs> I'm glad to I'm know really I can off. use an excuse. Like I was drunk. I was I was sorry, man. Around. I was high. I don't know. Oh, I was That's wasted. I was fucking around. Would have <laughs> never have done that in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would I would never have said to cut off Nancy Pelosi's head in real life. <laughs> okay. Uh Aaron. Yeah, I got this thread up and it's uh I'll start at one of twenty-three. Yeah, I'm not our... and I'm not gonna interrupt you any further other than to say there I'm really uncomfortable even doing this segment. Good. That's, so what that's is what the, so what is the for. deal with this? What it, like is there a background? <laughs> is, that... Let's hear uh, it first. Apparently, I um, some background. Yeah, he gives some background. So okay. this is by uh, winner gets nothing at winner gets no pod. Sometimes you think you know someone. I know parasocial relationships are a delusion of sorts, and people put on a persona online. Most of the time, the person you anything like things would be in real life you hear someone speak for hours on a pod see them tweet for years apply your own filter and assume they're good people let me tell you i've never seen mask off to this extent in my life crazy exes manipulative friends liars cheaters thieves i've seen it all but nothing I've seen in my 30 years on this planet comes close to my experience with El Pulpo. I had seen him on the timeline occasionally for the first year or so of my time on Twitter, and he seemed like an ass, but hey, at least he's kind of funny. I'll admit it. I laughed occasionally at his post dunking on libs, libertarians, neocons, commies, and anarchists alike. A real equal opportunity asshole. All in good fun, right? Not exactly my cup of tea, but I get why people like that stuff. An own here and there can be a good reality check for anybody and everybody, and he tends to go after those with hyperbolic stances that could use some grounding. Now, normally, as I said before, I don't get enjoyment from this behavior or seeing others engage in it, but his brand of trolling grew on me. When I saw him get all those journalists to retweet his balls, I was finally on board. That was great. This, this is a punch up. So much better than dunking on Lalberts and Midwits. This was prime content. These people deserved his ire, and watching him make them look like fools was gold. I started seeing him as kind of an anti-hero. I then decided to give his podcast a try. Oh, look, I thought. It's called Nap Official. He probably is a freedom-loving libertarian at heart. That's usually my litmus test for anybody. Do you respect the nap? I find they're usually a generally good person. Well, I came to find out that was a joke in itself on the pod. Just an acronym for not a podcast with the obvious bait for people making the same assumption as me. 
these guys just trash libertarians on a regular basis. So I'm certain it's just to lure those types there only to find themselves the butt of the joke. I put all that aside and actually enjoyed the parts that were just regular and less mean-spirited goofs. Like I tend to do with any content I enjoy, where the host's DMs are open, I decided to leave him a simple compliment. Love the show, keep it up. Kind of basic comment. I was surprised when he answered immediately. He seemed friendly like I had built up. Wait, he seemed friendly like I had built up in my head, and we chatted back and forth for the rest of the afternoon. From there we chatted once or so once a week or so about dumb things on the timeline, Twitter drama, Ukraine, the journal propaganda. I thought I was making a friend. One simple comment from me changed everything. I thought it was so innocuous. The simple stance that Nick Sarwark wasn't a deliberate bad actor. He just thinks a little different than us, but he's not a bad guy, basically. Apparently, this was a step too far. We went back and forth and began getting hostile. Soon <laughs> he was hurling slurs and swears like an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I've never been called such vile things by anyone before, <laughs> especially so unprovoked. <laughs> I thought it had to be a joke. <laughs> things, things just got worse from there. <laughs> Over the next few weeks, he started telling me concerning things. <laughs> 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 Things that made me start to question what he knew about me. <laughs> I'm not sure how he's doing it, but, I, but I'm assuming it's a combo of listening to a ton of my podcast and probably those, those pay-to-know-someone's info sites. But he started dropping hints that he knew where me and even family members lived. Oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> it was shit. stuff just vague enough but just accurate enough to make me think he knew more than he was letting on <laughs> threats moved from joking from a joking tone to a threatening one back and forth to keep me guessing if he meant it or not holy shit at this point I'm terrified he does intend on backing these threats up <laughs> he told me to delete my account and my show he goes he told me Delete my account and my show. He goes away forever. I might even still be doing that after this, depending on his public response to all this, but I'm not going quietly. Holy shit. I know there's other scared people out there. It is time to speak up. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you have any examples of him harassing, put them out there. He needs to be exposed for whatever form of private mental doxing he's doing. To his literal timeline is evidence of him harassing people. It doesn't need to be brought to light. It's scary as shit, but hear this, Pulpo. I'm not going to be scared enough to be silent on this matter. Don't care if you come to my house to kick my ass or whatever sick shit you planned on doing, but you better not even as much as other my family or there will be dire consequences. <laughs> if you want to explain yourself, I'll give you one last chance to say this is a big joke you've played on me. If you want to come on the show and explain yourself, I'll give you the opportunity. However, it's an open invitation to anyone else who's been harassed in this way. Oh, I have a hard time believing I'm the first. Prove you're not a coward and face the people you do this to. So all the people who, who think they know who think they know you can see who you really are. I doubt you'll accept, but just know this. 
I didn't block you this long because you were feeding me more and more proof of the real you. Your choice. Let the DMs speak for themselves or, co or come on and explain yourself to us. I'll be waiting for your public response. Not some shady DM. We're past that. Oh, man. <laughs> you, can, you can rest assured that whatever the most insane response that El Polpo can think of, that will be the response <laughs> that he pursues. I, Going I, on I, that guy's podcast. Yeah, yes. He probably will. <laughs> just to be a total nut. Polpo, go on that. Go on that obviously yeah. schizophrenic guy's podcast. Oh, that's great. I love oh, just like, that. I reads would... like it. Re it makes me so uneasy. It reads like the letters that the guy who shot Jen, uh, John Lennon was writing. Yeah. <laughs> we should all like post screenshots of him with like cropped in our balls at the very like bottom oh, corner. Golly, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, like the surprise at Pulpo just <laughs> ramping up the insanity <laughs> in, immediately. It's like, why would that surprise you? <laughs> oh, man. He was hurling slurs at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's literally why, why he's in gentleman's chat. <laughs> he does this to us every day. It's fucking great. <laughs> Holy shit. That's good. Yeah, I... It... Withhold comments so as to not be put on a list by this guy, yeah, <laughs> or, or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, so I guess the only thing that can really be done in response is Pulpo has to go on the guy's podcast, yeah, yeah. I say bury the hatchet, you know, yep. go on the podcast, yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Let, let, let's hear him out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's hear him out. I agree. I'm gonna close my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna, gonna lock my account for a little bit. Yeah. My uh, yeah, lock account's too. looking a lot better now. Yeah, I'm gonna lock my account as well. Um, uh, we, wow. uh, I, there's a couple things that I want to talk to Jake about. Bird, you and I were talking about, but you had probably had some things before we get to that. No, just a little of them all. We got a little of them all sighting. Oh yes, oh, yeah. somebody was tagging me on that. Uh, we're uh, uh, number on... we we're the number one little mall tracking podcast. We are absolutely and, and so... P P we. No, I believe he goes as at P Melville. Yeah, P Melville. P as in piss, not the letter. Mm -hmm. P Balls. Melville. P as in Peroni's disease. <laughs> as P, P Wee Herman Melville posted a bunch of alert emojis with a, vi a video from the independent.tv website that says Little Amal honors Ukraine by laying flowers outside embassy in london we got the sighting she's still around that's great i knew she was gonna be around but i don't didn't know for what because there were video uh, pictures recently that leaked we saw of them dress rehearsing so they obviously probably the people who do the little amal thing knew that putin was going to attack ukraine and they were getting mm. ready it's a big wow it's a big conspiracy in, it's an inside job and little amal is at the head of it that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that seems yep. likely. That's what I'm thinking. On the yeah, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. That is what I am thinking. They hide it. They hide it in plain sight, man. They hide it in plain sight. <laughs> right under our noses. Yeah. Right under our noses. The only other thing that I had was that David Hogg admitted it, that his parents were briefly. This is very interesting. Briefly, another another thread, insane I, thread. This this thread might be more much insane shorter. than that other one. <laughs> this one is very interesting. Um, David Hogg 
at David Hogg, two G's, one, 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 writes. Unprovoked, by the way. He just comes out and well, just immediately insert. Oh, was it provoked? Yeah. Well, I don't uh, know. I, I mean, what do you know about this kid, right? What do, what do you know? No, no, no. I mean, um, I'm just saying, like, nobody was, like, he, he oh, wasn't yeah. responding to mounting pressure I, or anything like that. He just, far, like, if, threw it out there. From my view, it looks like nobody asked yeah. him to do this. Right. He writes. Has anyone else got the experience of having a parent who did a lot of classified stuff? <laughs> yeah, and while they like... can't tell you about it, you start connecting the dots and realize if even 10%, if, you, if you're even 10% right, your parent did some pretty insane stuff. Like, no, nobody has, <laughs> nope, David, <laughs> nobody else has this experience. He continues. <laughs> Like, got an award that don't even say what they are for, very clearly, like, redacted, or literally get a reward and can't even take it home because it's that secret. I didn't realize how not normal this was until I was older. And now I'm thinking about all the random things throughout my childhood. And though I don't think it was exactly he was doing, I'm like, but it makes sense. He knows how to shoot guns, fly a plane, fly a helicopter, oh. scuba dive and skydive and more. And both my grandpas did a lot of secret stuff too, according to family lore. Some stuff so crazy, I don't believe it. It was the same path I wanted to go down prior to everything happening. Follow in their footsteps, learn a couple and I languages, <laughs> computer. Yes, he did. Yeah. Computer science, international affairs. And by the way, basically, I don't think he actually says it. But he's, he sort of gives you the department right there. He says, a couple languages, computer science, international affairs, that's CIA, and right. then drop off the face of the earth and go work for the State Department, that's CIA. <laughs> Obviously not doing that now, and I did want to follow in their footsteps. I'd have to run, get elected, and work on the Intel Committee or something. The kid can't write, by the way horrible writer it's funny how many conspiracy theories there are because while it's true my dad was a fed who did a lot of stuff uh can't talk about that's it we are just kids and the fact you think we are so good must be fbi or cia or something is flattering it's false <laughs> which isn't crazy idea that because his dad's in the cia it's false that he is trust me he writes if we were, we would do a lot more successful. I wouldn't be talking about this, and I certainly wouldn't have so many spelling errors. That's his limited hangout admission of guilt right there. Yes. He is doing these things, but he's also putting bad spelling errors, pretending not to be successful, and yeah. is talking about it. This is a limited hangout. He continues, but it has made it easier to figure out which of my classmates I will probably never see or hear from again after college because they are going to work for, quote, the government. <laughs> he writes, finally, I only talk about this at all because I literally know nothing about what he did. So it doesn't feel like a risk. And he's been retired for over five years. He's got really, some guilt, man. Really, he's good got stuff. some guilt his, because his fucking implant is on the fritz. That that yeah, thing yeah. needs a hard he's, reset. He's got some guilt, perhaps, about an event that occurred in his life. Maybe yeah. I don't know. All you can just say that this is a just. I mean, you see, you just look at it. You're like, 
<laughs> what am I looking at here? It reads it reads like a a two faced admission of guilt, and just kind of like a resume, like yeah. what what his dad did. It reads like a like a innocent. Oh, does anybody? Blah blah. But inside of it is his admission of some sort of guilt of some kind. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, that's unless we have further comment on Mr. David Hogg. Okay. Um, Carr, you take it from here. Uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, we uh, Jake and I wanted to, t- or I, we wanted to pick Jake's brain on uh, the Shanghai situation. Jake, we yeah. had a conversation oh. over lunch the other day. Yeah. Um, regarding their COVID lockdown, uh, and you had brought up some interesting things. I mentioned them on the show maybe two weeks ago, but or maybe last week. Uh, but I, w- I wanted to get a update, um, and just as a background before you dive into it, I guess Shanghai uh, locked down their entire city. I think it's in stages. Yeah. So maybe one well, section and then another. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, so they were doing it where there was like one side of the city would be locked down while one side was open, then they would switch. Um, and then they did a full lockdown of everything except for, I think, the port. Mm-hmm. And now there's some sort of quasi easing of it. As of today, there's they're opening up a little bit. And um, so which you saw, I don't know. Well, you guys don't pay attention to it as much as I do. Oil was up like 7% today because uh-huh. they're coming out of lockdown. So everybody's like, oh, Chinese are going to use oil again. Oh, right. Okay. So, <clears throat> so is Shanghai's coming out of lockdown now? Uh, yeah, sort of. Or, or at least they're saying they are. It has been. Um, this thing like, is, is. So this is one of the things that Carr and I were talking about. I don't believe anything that any of them say. Like, who sure. knows what's no. going on there? Yeah. Right. No, no, no. no. So, uh, but but your point was that this was less a COVID, like a, a knee jerk, dumb state COVID response. And this was actually kind of a smart yeah. tactic to threaten or to show what could potentially happen under yeah. a Chinese embargo. Of- yeah. And, and they've actually said some things, not, not exactly related to this, but where they kind of where, cause the Biden administration has been pressuring Xi and his administration to um, go along with the sanctions against Russia. And uh-huh. he's basically going like, yeah, no, I'm not, we're not yeah, doing that. Right. Uh, and so I think, and, and also they've made some pretty inflammatory statements about, Taiwan, like very early on in this Ukraine situation, they said what's happening in Ukraine is going to happen to Taiwan. I remember that. Well, we yeah. all thought that the, the Taiwan like, oh. was the invasion of Taiwan was going to happen like right after, yeah. right after the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. So right after there's, the there's Olympics. A, there's a couple of things that. So the one, my main theory on this is that this is a soft sanction to show the United States what they can do to the world supply chain, and uh, it's not it it it's disrupting it. It's 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 going to exacerbate the already big problem with inflation um and it's not only like they don't they only have to shut down part of the port for a a small amount of time to create a backup and then once the backup is there it takes forever for that to work its way out so uh that's i think one of the things that they are doing is to kind of basically they don't i mean this is type of government i mean our government does this where they don't they would they would gladly starve to death a million people if it furthered their political objectives. Yeah. And I think we're seeing right now what's going on with uh, sort of the bifurcation of the, whatever the new monetary system is going to end up being is that this, there's clearly one side that China and Russia are on and clearly one side that the United States and the Western European powers are on. 
and they're all kind of trying to figure out how this is going to work out. And they're setting up their own uh, India. I can't remember what it's called, but it's uh, India, South Africa, China, and Russia, and I think one other country are setting up their own SWIFT system now. It's like I mean, is it completely is it Brazil? Thing. Is it Brazil? I mean, is it, it might be Brazil? Old, yeah, old BRICS nations yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, um, yeah, it might be. I think it is BRIC actually. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so they're kind of so this is I think is one of the things is they're basically, <laughs> you know. Bird's kind of a history person is this is, I think is people kind of going the sick old man of the West now is Europe. They suck. Mm. And, and now the rest of the world's going, well, yeah, you know, you kind of transferred your power to the United States, but the United States is even having a, a, is struggling a little bit. The United States is still a major power, but, and and will probably be for many years to come, but like Western Europe is garbage. They're, they're falling apart. And I think that's kind of, after bad decision after bad decision after bad decision over the course of time is they're kind of going like, okay, look, we're going to switch things out and there'll be to, to use a turn of phrase, a new world order where it's not, it's multipolar. It's not the United States is this huge monolith of power. And, you know, my, my co-host on tasting anarchy, Mason brought this up. and I thought this was a good point that um can you can we bleep out uh jake's reference to his podcast he doesn't get free air yeah. you, you don't get you don't, <laughs> unless we see yeah, money yeah. unless we see uh, unless yeah we'll, right. we'll talk okay we'll talk yeah yeah okay um we get the prime we get the prime spots the children yeah yeah, yeah you can't you up. can't throw a, a <laughs> yeah. roll into the in i think the we might need a, a i think we might invoice. need a banner at the yeah. Childerberg <laughs> campus yeah. i think well, we might need a banner or something you can hang one up if you got one all right uh but he brought up that he, where he said, you know, like we always talk about the Hundred Years' War, but the Hundred Years' War was actually many wars over the course of a hundred years, where there was like breaks in between of a few years here. And he said, sort of, the whole twentieth century was war leading into the Cold War that lasted a long time, and then in ninety one we thought this is the end, and we had this peace dividend sort of of us winning the Cold War, although even though we the United States or the, the bankers basically funded the Soviet Union for all those years. So you had this like a little bit of breathing room and then it's just going to start up again. Mm-hmm. And what, something that I, I, I think this is hilarious is the stuff that's coming out of Germany right now <laughs> where we end up that they're back on the side against us again. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it is because so they, they have to restart all their coal stuff now. And yeah. there's like, and Ukraine basically snubbed their president, uh, which I think their president's kind of a, more of a ceremonial position. I, I think their prime minister has a lot more power, but uh, the the Ukrainian government was like, he the, the president was like, oh, I want to visit Ukraine the same way that like the British and the Austrians did. And the, and the Ukrainians were like, no, you're not invited. <laughs> so like, there's something going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they are, I mean, they're also the, the, I think that like 40% of their energy comes from Russian coal, gas and oil. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, they can they can say all the sanctions they want, but at the same time, if they don't turn their nuclear plants back on, they're they'll be out of power. Yeah. So it's a it's a, a weird world, and, and they also have a huge number of ex, Russian expatriates in in Germany too. Do they? Like a ridiculous amount. Why? Why is that? I don't know. I they just they and they're they've been actually. I haven't seen a huge amount of news about it, but there's a bunch of protests going on in Germany because of their anti-Russian legislation. Oh, okay. And wow, so all the Russians are like, what the hell? Like, yeah, you know, so, um, and I guess it kind of makes sense. I bet you there were probably when Germany was two countries, 
when it was East and West Germany, my mm-hmm. guess is there's a bunch of Russians that were in part of that country. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's a good I, point. I don't know. But there, but yeah, I think this is kind of what's is going. I think that these lockdowns, I don't think the Chinese really care about COVID. I, I'm no, pretty I sure that good. I'm pretty sure everybody in power thinks the same yeah. way we do about it, that it's ridiculous and it's a cold. And, and it's a bad cold, but it's not like the worst thing. So my guess is that this has some sort of ulterior motive. It could be a soft sanction. Uh, there's also been suggest suggestions that this is sort of a political opposition eliminating. So there's like people in Shanghai that have been uh, removed. And again, like the people that are in power, they don't they don't care about you or me or mm-hmm. about any of these people in China. They just and the same thing in, in Ukraine and Russia is that the people who are in charge of both in both countries don't give a shit about anybody who's getting killed as long as they can advance whatever it is that they want. Sure. So and I think that's kind of what's going on here is that these are all proxies for the bifurcation of the monetary system. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely becoming more multipolar as we, yeah. as we trudge along. Yep. Correct. Yeah. It'll I, be um, good for Bitcoin. So I'm, although everything's good for Bitcoin. It'd be excellent so, for um, Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, Bitcoin will start will become a, like a hyper nation. Um, it has to be in order to compete with what's probably. Yeah. There's a great article um, called "How the Shanghai COVID Shutdown Will Be Used Against the West." It's on Forbes. It's written by Kenneth Raposa, senior contributor. I've never read his stuff before. It'll take you about eight minutes, nine minutes to read it. Is that the one um, you sent me, Burn? It is. Yeah, it that is. was a good one. It's a that good, was a good article. Good, good yeah. morning, read. Uh, really, a sober. Um, kind of like, okay, here's the implications geopolitically of what's going on, whether or not they intend them to be or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that article also, I think something that a lot of people should read, uh, he mentions um, Larry Fink, guy who runs BlackRock, yep. somebody who like Klaus Schwab and like people who what they say is more prophetic um, than it's meant to like sort of uh, mislead you it's it's they 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 fully believe what they say and what they intend to implement and you should listen to them because the way that global capitalism goes is the way that they say and larry mm-hmm. fink to talk, talk about what aaron just mentioned about multipolarity and kind of the thing that russia has been talking about since the 90s multipolarity they, they'd like to have a say in the world yeah um larry fink said that because of the war in ukraine uh or rather the ukraine war is a signal that global uh hegemony globalization is finished it's over it's done he said this in his um open chairman's letter uh the 2022 chairman's letter from larry fink to the shareholders search that and read at least the the brief the opening of it because it is it's so telling because this guy is one of the guys who calls the shots and what he says about global capitalism is something people should be listening to now yeah. what's interesting is <clears throat> i wonder if the chinese government heard this probably his chairman's letter on march 24th they had they had a little bit of time to think about it um like Extending the lockdown in Shanghai is an effort by China to recouple everybody in the sense that they shut down Shanghai. Our semiconductor supply line is completely fucked 
and everybody can't get everything from blow dryers to cars. You can't get anything for a, a fair price anymore. I think China, which is so dependent on manufacturing goods, is seeing what's kind of going on geopolitically and this multipolarization that's coming and saying, wait a minute, we dominate the world market in manufactured goods, especially in manufactured goods that, you know, involve using the semiconductors we get from Shanghai and Shenzhen and all these places that, that China is kind of attempting to uh, argue the point that globalization can't be finished. Otherwise China has really got to change the way that it, operates i mean the end of globalization the end of u.s hegemony will affect china yeah. which we're already seeing it will change chinese culture um it, 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 because what china is doing the way its economy is set up is to capitalize on part of multipolarity but as you see at the same time this kind of attempts to get like if the u.s starts building its own semiconductors or starts getting its own oil. Well, then they lose that market. And so whatever kind of fantasy uh, uh, civilization that China has set up, this odd, like, hyper-compliant fantasy civilization is not going to last if they don't have a global market and infinite money coming in. And so, like, as globalization ends, because all these other countries, including the U.S., God forbid Trump comes back into office and actually makes the promise to make America great again, whatever that meant, you know, close the country and start bringing manufacturing jobs back i mean china will be reeling from this and it'll have to deal with you know uh kind of shafting its spheres of influence which at present it, uh, it's buddy buddy with kazakhstan and pakistan i mean it's buddy buddy with all these countries right now but once they're the only uh, uh thing that they can kind of siphon money out of i mean not china's has an existential threat here too so yeah I think everybody has anybody heard about things. us staging a coup in, in uh, Pakistan? Yeah. Micro yeah. processes, chips. Yes. Yeah, they did. Uh, well, I, I don't know if it was a coup exactly, but the, the pro US members of their parliament kind of got together and ousted the guy that was Russia ambivalent. And uh, they have a new president now, as of like yeah. two days ago. Yeah, or a new, a new uh, prime minister, I guess. Does he have a yeah. Ukraine flag emoji in his Twitter handle? <laughs> probably, probably. You have to, man. You got to, otherwise you're not yeah. with it. You're uncool. If you're I, not I, with Ukraine, you're against Ukraine. Yeah. You're against I'm so Ukraine. I'm so with Ukraine. I've got a Ukrainian refugee living with me. So. No, that's that's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Mail order. Uh, well, my bride is, but her mother is also staying with us. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's good. Um, uh, yeah, so we got some existential things going on. It'll be very fun for the show. That's you know what? Another say. existential thing that's coming What's up that is car. What's that car? Childerberg. Chili beer. Hell yeah! The, the one I'm place so where inflation has not affected the prices. That's that. <laughs> oh, Jake. <laughs> that would be kind of uh, ballsy to put on a t-shirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's sort of like every crisis that has tried to prevent Childerberg from happening. We all, well, we, me, kind of just went. Eh. Yeah. Anyways, Childerberg is year. resilient. It's robust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. People can come or they cannot come. That's fine. Yeah, I'm extre <laughs> I'm extremely looking forward to it. Are tickets still available? Uh, yeah. So we do actually have a lot of uh, campsites still available. Uh, I reserved the entire that entire side this year, except for randomly. There's two spots that for some reason they didn't reserve us. 
Uh, so there'll be some <laughs> other randos there. That's where the F- Black FBI, Rock, uh, FBI, yeah. and CIA, yeah. Yeah. David Hogg's uh, family, the monitor, <laughs> yeah, the, mon- the, yeah. the monitors. So, <laughs> I think that I think we sold 175 or 176 spots or something like that, and nice. we still have like 100 left. So if you and multiple come, people take single spots, I mean, like if you're a couple, so like that's going to be a big turnout, man. Yeah, I, I hopefully. Um, and I, I mean, I expect it will. And then we also have the Airbnb. We've got a couple people staying at the Airbnb no, this year. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be big. And then at, when we do the show, the show usually takes date, like day people come to that. So we'll have more people at the show too. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be big this year. It's going to be bigger than last year, certainly. Um, yeah. And it was really big last year. It was, it was like, shocking. Yeah, last, really year, last year. Last year. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was really good. And every um, year I feel like, I feel like it's like uh, – like I'm barely, I, I mean, there is work to do for it, but it's like, I'm barely getting right. things like just barely getting it to the finish line. And then it's like, sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, for God's sake, whoever, I know who it was. I forget the at, you know who you are. People who brought the rum filled watermelon, the champs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring it again. Yeah. <laughs> bring that again. Bring two of them or three, if you can. They, that was that's right. I forgot about that. A beautiful thing. That was a yeah. really wonderful thing. I totally was, forgot uh, about that. Was that yeah, Saturday night? Jess, Jesse mm-hmm. and his girlfriend. Was that uh, them? Well, then I think so. Yeah. And I and Jesse I saw and his girlfriend. Uh, actually, you weren't you weren't there, Car. But the first uh, guns and Bitcoin, he was there too. Oh, okay. So cool. yeah, so that was that was pretty. Yeah, it's kind of neat now that like now that Childeberg's kind of getting bigger. Like I'm I'm starting to see Childebergers at other Liberty adjacent mm-hmm. type things in Texas, which is pretty neat. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna try and get my boss to go. I'm oh, gonna that'd try. Be cool. uh, yep, yeah, I'm gonna try to. We're gonna bring the party down this year. It's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty fun. One of, one of my sisters and her boyfriend are for sure going this year, and then possibly two of my sisters are going this year. Hopefully, I get. Oh wow, them. it's a family occasion. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Nice. Okay. Very cool. Yep, we got uh, Robbie again this year for comedy. Um, Amazing. We may have a new comedian, but I don't know for sure yet. We're we're gonna have Brian again and nice. uh, Kyle again, and uh, we have a Childeberger from last year who did some like impromptu stand up around the campfire. Uh, she's gonna open, so uh, cool. that'll nice, be fun. nice, yep. sweet. And yeah, um, Rollo and I are gonna attempt to do some cooking. I think we're gonna try. Oh, we're good. gonna have a yeah. We're gonna have a cook cooking time a cook shanty's gonna come again i hell I yeah that, uh he's gonna he's got some ideas so he's he's got stuff that he's gonna cook and um we got owen glass playing music again nikki p's gonna come down again and play mm-hmm. and uh so it's gonna be a good time and then there's always the lake so that's right it's a great Hop time on man. into the lake yep. yeah maybe uh maybe scott horton will bring his boat <laughs> oh that'd be cool come down the the river it's definitely nice um amazing i'm really That's, looking forward to it Give yeah the it's dates like out a month away yeah it's close yeah when is it specifically so oh oh it's uh knows. it's the it's um may 28th through 30th do i have the dates right let me double check just so uh, 28 through 30th yeah, 28 through 30th yep. yep yep okay cool at mule shoe bend recreational area in spicewood texas outside of Austin. it's a great really a great town too i mean very yeah. cool place uh very good location Yep. Texas yeah, yeah, it's been a good location. We might we might change locations down the road next year, but I guess I'll save that for next year. Ooh, that would be exciting. Yeah. That would be like a whole new kind of thing. That would be really interesting. Yeah, well, I want to I want to try like it's getting big enough that 
getting people all over to well we're probably going to do the show this year it may be at a brewery instead of at the distillery we're, we're, we're i'm nice. still kind of negotiating with both parties on that but um nice the uh there is a location that's a big campsite that also somebody on Twitter told me about it. I, I, I had seen it, but I didn't really do any research on it until they told me. And um, it's got a swimming hole so you can go swimming there and stuff, but you can also put on the show and stuff at the campsite. So it's nice if like a bunch of drunk people can just kind of like wander over to the show <laughs> rather than trying yeah. to drive. Trying to drive. Yeah. Because you can't walk the distance between those two yeah, places. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to be really good, man. Um, it's always funny watch seeing you at Childerberg because like, it's probably the day like that you're working the hardest ever. Like I, I, I can't, you are like beat red every day of Childerberg walking around rapidly, heavily yeah. breathing and being like, everybody having a good time. <laughs> and it's like, it's great. You're like, you, you come into this like incredible host form. It's a great thing to see. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it was hopefully good. We'll see this good. year. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we will. Maybe uh, long gear will be there. Long yeah. deer, baby. All right, so yeah, check the Twitter post for the long deer. I think it's an amazing thing. Um, I think we're gonna have to roll with it as our inaugural launch of this uh, idea here. We'll we'll pen the the message next, yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, episode and and we'll launch it out there and see how it goes. Um, Jake, please plug everything, including reiterate all of the yep. dates that uh, you got. So you can on childerberg.com, you can get a campsite, or if you want to stay at the Airbnb, we still have some uh, beds left at the Airbnb. Uh, you can pay with either Bitcoin or uh, through PayPal with Fiat. Um, you can also get the T-shirts, and we have Gomez T-shirts up on the on the Childerberg Great website shirt. too. Yes, and Great uh, shirt. so if you want to get those, you can also pay with BTC if you want or uh, with Fiat. Um, and, yeah, you can pay over, and you can pay over uh, Lightning, too. I think I paid That's true. Lightning. You can pay on Lightning, yeah. And you, and you can also donate over Lightning. So we, we figured that out. There was a there was an issue with that for uh, donating over Lightning, but now it works. Hell yeah. Great. Send him money. Come to Childeberg. And, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I completely forgot on Friday to release my episode. So it's going out at the exact same time as this episode. So you got two episodes today. And there's also going to be uh, an Over the Line episode. We're going to talk to Lee about uh, the gun regulation that came out. That'll probably be out on uh, Thursday or Friday. Probably Friday. Yeah. And I'm um, releasing a signal this Friday. Hell yeah. So they're going to get a lot of content, a lot of content. on Patreon and on the line. Um, Car, do you have any final words? Do you have any like Latin phrases that you'd like to leave our listeners with? No, no Latin phrases this week, I don't believe. Uh, I hope that everybody has a great rest of your week. Happy Wednesday, as it is Wednesday, April 13th. Um, Aaron, you got anything? I got nothing. Okay, great. Whew, I don't have to do any editing. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that, uh, down in the south now yeah oh yeah it's that uh, gomez is a wonderful place and like gomez i said rising. we're getting excellent yeah, weather I'm real happy for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm ecstatic for you bird thanks <laughs> real man happy. i really i really appreciate it yeah. Yeah. i'm so happy that you're I, re there. I gotta hit the stop recording button before yeah all right edit. all right I, guys all right i can all hear right. him right. coming right. he's gonna all say right. it everyone have a great week <laughs> and until next week keep two hands on the wheel i got oh, yeah.